How many times must I explain? It's not leprosy, vertigo, or burn. It's vitiligo. How many times must I say vitiligo affects us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and socially? How many times must I tell you it's not your words that speaks the loudest, it's your silent whispers? How many times will you stare? How many times will I have to say I love the skin I'm in and you believe me? How many times must I say you don't have to like it or love it, but respect it? How many times must I explain that it's not a black person's disease? It affects anyone around the world. How many times must I say that it bothers me when you say it doesn't bother you? It's not your skin, it's mine. How many times must I explain that there's no cure, only treatments? How many times do I need to explain I'm more than just my skin? I'm a human being. How many times do I need to remind you that bitter libel is not contagious? Welcome to VitFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VitFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molino. For information about VitFriends classes, support groups for youth, teens, and adults, visit us at www.vitfriends.org. For questions or comments, you can email us at support at vitfriends.org. Bit Friends podcasts are now sponsored by my Vitiligo team. Welcome to Living Life and Love. This is your host, Mark Braxton. Today's show is going to be a little bit different. I don't have a guest, but I do want to talk. I want to share some of my thoughts and opinions and even feelings about Vitiligo in our vitiligo journey. So let me start off with the journey. All of us that live with vitiligo, we're on a journey and everybody's journey is different. However, sometimes our journeys are similar. We, we would meet someone or we can see someone and say, hey, I've been through that. I know, I know how you feel. I've experienced that. Yet, you're also going to meet somebody in, our, in your journey that you'll say, wow, I've never been through that. Well, I've never had that experience. So vitiligo is not a one size fits all journey. Everyone, everyone, everyone's journey is totally different. Uh, my walk, my journey is different from my brothers over here or my sisters over there. And we all can't walk in the same shoes. And with that journey, um, I know a lot of times we try to encourage each other to reach our comfort zone. And that's what I'm going to call it, our comfort zone with our skin, that acceptance part. However, I always say it's when you're ready. You know, a lot of times in our community, um, we encourage people to accept their skin when they're not ready. No, love your skin. You know, oh, you got to love who you are. 
I love who I am, but doesn't, but that does not mean that I accept my vitiligo. None of us were born to accept vitiligo. Some of us may have been born with vitiligo, but nobody has ever said, at least I don't think, and not in my experience, hey, I want vitiligo. I, you know, I, I look forward to getting vitiligo. No one has said that. And I don't think it's anyone that's happy having vitiligo. However, you can be happy in your life and your journey living with vitiligo. And I think those are two different things. Remember, I'm sharing my thoughts and my opinions about vitiligo and our journey. And, and it's easy for us sometimes to, once we've got to that point where we have accepted um, our vitiligo and we decided, you know what, I'm going to live my life and vitiligo has to live with me. I feel like it's easy for us to project how we feel on other people. And we think sometimes we are encouraging them to reach your level or to reach our level. But sometimes we do more damage because a person's journey is theirs and only theirs. And when that person is ready to accept vitiligo, the condition of vitiligo, um, all that vitiligo brings, they'll let us know. They'll say, okay, I'm ready to tackle this. I, you know, this is something I can do. And they're going to do it in their way, which might mean by themselves, with their spouse, with a support family, or with a support group. Um, and I know sometimes we push people to join groups. Oh, you need to find a support group. You need to do this. You need to do that. However, we have to be careful, um, once again, of projecting our comfort on someone else, projecting our story on someone else. When that brother or sister is ready to take that step to be a part of the larger vitiligo community, they will. But if we are in the business of pulling people and pushing people, we might do more damage. That person who's not ready to be pushed will tell you, don't push me. Just like the song back in the day, the classic hip hop song, don't push me. I'm close to the edge. You know, I'm not trying to lose my head. You know, we don't want to push people. Let them take that journey, that next step when they are ready. Because you push, then you're responsible for what happens after they fall. And we're praying that no one falls. But sometimes when we push, people are not ready. And when we pull, sometimes we're pulling people to our destiny in our journey and they're not ready. I was one of those people. You pull me, I'm going to resist. I'm going in the opposite direction. And we don't want that for people in our community. You know, I, I feel... And remember, these are my thoughts and my opinions. I feel we need to meet people where they're at on their journey. You see someone with vitiligo, if they're shy and timid, let them be shy and timid, but reach out to them. Hey, how are you? Hey, if you need to talk, reach out. You know, put it out there, but don't push them. You know, extend that helping hand and say, just to say, I'm here for you. I'm here with you. But when you're ready to walk on that journey, you know, put it out there. 
but don't push the pull anymore. And also, you know, we have to be very mindful of our confidence. It's great to be confident in our skin, to love, you know, who we are at this date and time and love our journey and all that, but not everybody's there. And I feel like we have to be very careful with telling somebody, hey, this is how it's supposed to be with vitiligo. You should be here. You should be doing this. You know, let's go do this. Let's do that. Not everybody's there. Um, be happy in your journey. Be comfortable in your journey, but also respect where somebody else is at in theirs. And if they're not ready, back away until they come to you and say, hey, I'm ready. And I say a lot of this because I'm basing it off my own personal journey. Um, I wasn't ready. I was asked several times to join a group, but I was just like, nah, I'm good. I wasn't good, but I wasn't ready to be a part of a larger group. I wasn't ready to be around other people with vitiligo. Not to say I was ashamed. I just wasn't ready. You know, there, there were things I had to go through within myself to get there. You know, there were steps I needed to take, whether they were baby steps or giant leaps to get there to say, I'm ready to accept my condition. I'm ready to accept my skin for what it is. I'm ready to live my life the way I need to live it. And, and, and that's how I see this vitiligo journey we're on. You know, if you really want to know what somebody's life is like, talk to them, have a conversation. If that person opens to you, let them open to you and they can share what their journey's like with vitiligo. But the main thing is to listen to people, listen to what they have to say. Sometimes listen to what they're not saying, you know, and that tells a lot about their journey. Now let's talk a little bit about navigating life with vitiligo. And it's all kind of the same, the journey, then you still got to navigate life um, life is hard in itself without vitiligo, just, you know, living in this world. I'm not going to say living in America. No, it's living in this world. It, it can be tough, you know, going to work sometimes can be tough, you know, dealing with other people, adults, um, dealing with our families and children, all that can be tough. And then you add vitiligo on top of that. It makes navigating life challenging. I'm not an expert on any of this. I'm just sharing my thoughts and opinions. As a podcast host, I'm hoping that something I say will reach someone out there. Um, if not to change your life, I don't necessarily want to change your life. That is your choice. But sometimes you want to encourage somebody to think about their journey, their choices and whatnot, you know, and in that navigating life, um, one thing I've always said is good to have a strong foundation of friends with you and around you. And it doesn't always mean family members. Um, I'm talking about friends who are going to be very honest with you, very open, support you on your journey, your challenges you may come across. Um, someone that you can share with or a group that you can share with, um, how you're feeling, you know, when we're navigating through life with vitiligo, 
we're not always 100% honest with people how we're feeling. What it's like to walk out in public where people are looking at you and you're looking at them and you're thinking, what are you looking at? And they're looking at you like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with that person? You know, that's one of the stages we have to get to. Well, we can talk to those who are closest to us and really share. Just say, hey, look, let me tell you, when I go to this place, this restaurant with you guys, this is how I feel. I'm not always comfortable. Or this concert, I want to go so bad, but I'm not always comfortable. You know, and, and that's just being honest. And then there are sometimes we are good. You know, I might say, hey, look, I would love to go to this event because I just want to have a good time. You know, let's get dressed up. Let's you know, get a haircut, whatever you got to do. And let's go have a good time because I want to live life. And I think that's where this navigating life of vitiligo um, plays. There's, there's the flip side of the challenges. There's the flip side of I'm good. I just want to live. And that's one thing I encourage the listeners, anyone listening to this, someone out there that you may know, live your life. It is your life. You have to live it, you know, but live your life with love. I think that's the most important thing, regardless of what your skin looks like, regardless of how little, how much vitiligo you have, live your life with love. That's what's, that's, what's very important. Um, not just loving yourself as we always tell people, oh, you got to love yourself. Of course you want to love yourself, but also love the people around you. Love the people you don't know. Love your enemy. And somebody's going, I'm not going to love my enemy. No, those people, they do bring some value to your life because sometimes they bring a challenge. And with that challenge, you learn a lot about who you are as a person. You know? Um, and I, I find vitiligo is one of those challenges. You know, it either makes us stronger or it makes us realize. I can't do this alone. I can't navigate life alone. I need help. I need somebody. And and for our people out there, our super um, strong people, those who have accepted everything, just know there's somebody on the opposite end of the spectrum. They need your they need your encouragement. They need your help. And we don't want to leave those people behind. Um, and I say for men and women. Because a lot of times with our men, we forget that even the strongest person have weaknesses. You know, every man wants to be a superhero, but even superheroes have weaknesses. Superman had kryptonite. Batman, as strong as he is in his, in his own righteousness and I'm Batman and all that stuff. He's a regular person. He has the same issues as all of us. You know, look at Captain America. Yeah, he's got the super soldier serum, but guess what? He has problems too. He's a regular person. You know, he might be a little beefed up, but he's a regular person. Hulk has problems. He's a smart guy. He's a genius. He's um, a doctor, but he has this rage inside of him. It comes out, boom, he's the Hulk. And I know somebody's listening saying, why is this guy talking about superheroes? Because I love superheroes and I can relate to, you know, what some of these characters uh, represent. And I also feel like it represents our community a lot. We have a lot of superheroes in our community. We have a lot of strong people. And we also have people who have 
superhuman human abilities inside of them, but they just didn't bring them out yet because they don't they haven't recognized their power. And I'm putting it out there. Yeah, we we have some extraordinary people in our community, and on their journey and in their navigating of their life, they will discover who they are um, and what powers they have to um, help this community, to help someone out there, to change somebody's life without even touching them. And I'll call that a superpower. You don't have to have x-ray vision. You don't have to have super blast and you don't have to be able to run fast or any of that other stuff or be strong. You just have to have something inside of you that reaches out to someone else that connects to someone else that might change your life or that can change your life but you have to be willing to do it supporting our community we have a lot of vitiligo support communities out here across the world uh, not just locally in my state not just within the united states but around the world and sometimes we become rivals. Oh, this group is doing this, this group is doing that. But we all are fighting for the same purpose and it's called vitiligo. We are fighting to support members in our community. We're fighting to get legislative done so we can um, get, get a cure, you know, not just treatments, you know, um, and I'll talk about that in a few minutes, but you know, we are, you know, I, I guess me personally, I would like to see our community come together to work together, regardless of what group you belong to, regardless of who's your friend, who's your family member, because vitiligo does not discriminate. Vitiligo does not look at race. It does not look at religion. It does not look at social economics. It does not look at your politics. It doesn't care. Vitiligo is a condition that affects anyone and everyone. Gender doesn't matter. None of that matters. And to see us sometimes as a community not agree on certain things, you know, it's like we just need to come together and agree. We can do things differently and that's okay. We can have a different agenda with the same mission and that's okay. We have different programs, some big, some small, and that's okay. The end game is to provide support for others in our community with the hopes that the medical community will find a cure. And let me talk briefly about treatment versus cure. Treatment, you know, let's think about it. We get a lot of treatments and it's to treat it for the time being. You have to continue to use that treatment over and over and over again. And when you stop, sometimes the vitiligo will come back stronger. So it's not necessarily always a treatment, it's just to keep it at bay. It's a defense that's set up to keep your vitiligo there and maybe even bring some pigmentation back. But you have to continue that treatment. I hope one day that some brilliant scientist out there would discover, hey, we can cure this thing so we can help millions of people around the world. 
so we can bring the pigmentation back. So the gentleman over there who's questioning his identity because he feels like he's no longer black because he's lost all this pigmentation, he can get hope of restoring his color. Or the lady over here that may be struggling with self-identity because her vitiligo is run rampant. And if we know society, society looks at you and say, you're not pretty, you're not this, you're not that. We don't want that to happen to any more of our members. We really want each other to be able to live comfortably and hopefully with the cure, and I'm calling it, we're going to find a cure that we can restore everybody's um, way of life, you know, so we can socially interact with each other without feeling the stares and all the other questions and everything else that comes along with it. So we can go to work and not have to worry about wearing makeup or hiding or wearing long sleeves out in the sun where we might get sunburn. Um, that's not your typical sunburn. We want to move about like everyone else in this world. But most of all, with our vitiligo community, we want people to know, regardless of our skin, what it looks like to us, what it looks like to you, we're human beings. Treat us as such. Treat us as human beings. Because as we're waiting for this cure, we still got to live our lives. And we're going to live our lives in love, but we want you to love us too. Our community loves us. We want people on the outside to say, you know what? I love her. I love him. I love that child. That's what we want. Now, I do want to say, you know, it, it's exciting. Um, I, I consider myself a geek. I love movies and cartoons and all this good stuff. And I think it's very exciting what Mattel has done as a toy company to provide Barbie dolls for our young girls, um, women. And I've bought some myself and I've donated them to kids. And, you know, I've had a little boy say, hey, I want one for my mother. And he, you know, snatched it up. So, and I would say for boys too, but we do want in the future, you know, a vitiligo action figure to look, be normal, you know, the vitiligo doll to be normal, you know, where people say, oh, I love that doll. You know, I love that action figure. I love that character. Not because it has vitiligo, just because you love it. You know, um, I would love to see a cartoon that features a character with vitiligo or multiple characters with vitiligo. I, I interviewed a gentleman out of Atlanta who's working on a cartoon that features kids with disabilities that are also superheroes. And yes, Vitiligo will be featured. And there's a young lady who's doing a comic book that features a character with Vitiligo as the lead. So, you know, things like that as, you know, sometimes we might look at, oh, that's nerdy and all that. And that's fine. Let it be. But, you know, Representation is important regardless of whether it's, you know, a model, whether it's a singer, a basketball player, football star, um, movie star, toy line, comic books, all this stuff. It's important. Representation is very important to normalize vitiligo. Why not? So 
Once again, to our listeners, I just want to take a moment to share my thoughts and opinions on a few things. Um, some people may not agree with everything I had to say, and I respect that. I just ask that you respect me as well. Um, we can disagree and still love each other, and I'm okay with that. Uh, but I did want to share some of my thoughts about vitiligo, in particular the journey, navigating support, and, and talk a little bit about, um, I say, the geeky fandom of it all with the, the dolls that are coming out. And, you know, I just wanted to share. So thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for more podcasts coming in the future. And uh, I would just say, you know, stay blessed. Tell somebody that you love them. But most of all, look in the mirror and tell yourself that I love you. Take care. Have a wonderful night. This is Mark Braxton, Living Life in Love at Night. This podcast was sponsored by my Vitiligo team.